the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. Residents across Louisiana's coast are rushing to prepare for the approach of Hurricane Ida, now a Category 2 storm that continues to intensify over the warm waters of the Gulf. Jeannie Romes, the acting deputy director of the National Hurricane Center, says Ida's forecast to reach coastal Louisiana as a Category 4 tomorrow. All indications are it's strengthening, um, and, and it will continue to strengthen as it moves into the central Gulf of Mexico and ultimately approaches um, the coast of Louisiana on Sunday. The Taliban sealed off Kabul's airport to most would-be evacuees to prevent large crowds from gathering after this week's deadly suicide attack. The massive U.S.-led airlift is beginning to wind down ahead of Tuesday's deadline to withdraw all U.S. troops. And firefighters continue to battle the largest numerous wildfires in northeastern Minnesota. This is SRN News. Carl Jackson sees a way of saving this country. It's so frustrating when we see our country, and, and I believe intentionally being destroyed by the Biden administration and leftists within his administration. The answer to saving this country is the Constitution. That's never changed. Guys, let's go back to the basics. If we go back to the basics, we'll win. The Larry Elder Show with guest host Carl Jackson. Afternoons at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. AM 1280. The Patriot. Glad to have you along today. Today could get some rain and a high of 85 and tomorrow sunny and a high of 78. Have you subscribed to the Freedom Insider yet? Each morning you'll receive the Daybreak Insider, your first look at the day's top stories in a concise and focused form. Subscribe at am1280thepatriot.com. Use keyword subscribe. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the show that is making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488 is the number to call if you have questions, comments, feedback, or anything at all uh, on the Northern Alliance Radio Network going on 18 years dominating Twin Cities weekend media. And one of the people that we have been talking with on this broadcast since almost the beginning, uh, it's my pleasure to welcome back one of the people that as I was listening to events unfolding last week, I thought, wouldn't it be great if we could get Michael Yone on the show? And by golly, somehow the gods of media aligned. And, and here we are. Michael Yone joins us from Panama. Michael, welcome back to the broadcast. I think the first time we talked and the last time we talked, you were in Anbar in probably 2005-ish or so. So it's, it's been too long, but great to have you back today. Well, it's been a lot of war since then. You know, um, bar 2005, from, from that time, I spent a lot more time in Iraq and also a lot more time all over Afghanistan covering the war in Philippines, Thailand. I got kicked out of Hong Kong last year. Yep. And more recently, this year, in recent months, I've been uh, covering migration, whether it be in Texas or I was actually I was at the Capitol attack on June 6th, uh, and I've been covering Antifa and BLM, and I've been down in Mexico and Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, covering migration. I've been in Colombia, been out in the jungles here in Panama, watching tens of thousands of migrants stream up to the United States. I just got back from Africa, where they're launching from, where many are launching from, and also Greece. They're coming in from Turkey, and and last month I was in Lithuania. Same thing. I'm watching the weaponization of migration all over the world. And right now, what we're seeing from Afghanistan, actually, I'm watching live right now on Flight Radar 24. And also, I've got friends on the ground over there and 
people that are in various headquarters. I'm watching right now an MC-130J uh, go into Afghanistan, which is like a, you know, a, a gunship. Yep. Not like a gunship. It is a gunship. And I've been watching B-52s go in and and uh, and all sorts of other aircraft. Uh, but right, this is going to end now. You, you may have seen me about maybe three days ago or four days ago on War Room, Steve Bannon's War Room, saying yep. this will probably wrap up on about the 29th of August, not the 31st. And I know that sounded crazy three or four days ago, but it looks like it will be wrapped up by about the 29th at this point, if not even – if if not even late tonight, uh, uh, but um, certainly um, I think within about the next 24 hours, they'll probably turn it over to the Turkish and then transition over to the Taliban. But remember, the Taliban are on the base right now, yep. and uh, they can easily the work, our our forces are within small arms range of Taliban right now. So yep. I mean, there's no there's. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. And within suicide bomber range, as we found out this past week, I mean, they, they are at knife point range. Absolutely, Michael Young. So, uh, yeah, uh, carry on. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, yeah. I mean, I warned hours in advance of that attack to to get away. Yep. Uh, to get, I mean, I was warning uh, numerous times on various media, get away, get away, get away. Yep. Uh, there was various indicators. It's all about conditions. You know, there's a a saying um, um, among the military that, uh, you know, amateurs talk about uh, strategies and tactics and professionals talk about logistics. There's a corollary that amateurs talk about sparks and professionals talk about conditions. Yep. And that's what I watch. I watch conditions, conditions, conditions. It's all about conditions. When the conditions are right, the spark will come, right? And the conditions are have been right for a long time. Right now, knowing how the uh, – the uh, Pashtun fight, because most of the people are fighting right now are Pashtun. Yep. They they have something called Chaga, right? And cha- Chaga, they it's a type of swarm fighting they do. Many cultures do this. You see them do it here in Panama. The Embara Indians that I go out in the jungle with, they're type. They call it lucha. Yep. It's it means basically everybody comes to a fight, right? From all the villages, right? They also do it in southern uh, uh, Panama, in uh, the the Muslims down there. I've been down to Mindanao. They call it Pentecasa, uh, Pentecasi, which means uh, cockfight, right? Yep. Well, the the many cultures do this, and uh, we see it in the United States sometimes. I call them flat screen riots, where they go and steal flat screen TVs and tennis shoes. But yep. those are actually more just criminality, right? But in among the among the Pashtun people that comprise most of the the uh, Taliban, uh, it's a you know goes back hundreds of years. It's just a way that the it's like the bee. That's how the beehive protects itself. And what they'll tend to do is they do their charge, which is the the swarm, yep. and then they'll either pursue or they'll siege, uh, or they'll or they'll pursue until they end up in a siege. Often is how it ends up. And then once they you know they just keep piling on and piling on until until they finally defeat the enemy and then they humiliate the enemy. And right now they're in the uh, humiliation phase. If, if they don't finally attack at least one aircraft on the ground, I'll be surprised, actually. Yeah, I, that's what I bet. Well, I mean, that, that and I'm thinking there is every possible likelihood that this could end up as easily 20 times the size of the Iranian hostage crisis, especially if they wind up pulling out a couple days early, as you've uh, as, as you're saying that, that you can see happening here. I mean, do you see... I, I don't know how people can't see the, the how that would benefit the Taliban to, to wrap the world's greatest superpower around their finger 20 times as badly if there's a thousand Americans trapped in country, basically hostages with no real way to get them out. I mean, this is this, this is all adding up like 1979 on crack with, with a submachine gun, Michael. Yo. And I mean, how are you seeing this playing out as far as the, the, the Taliban and, and the driver's seat that they're in right now? Keep in mind, it's not all Taliban there as well. There's also uh, uh, credible reports of people speaking Arabic on the ground oh, down yeah. there, right at the airport. And uh, and so, you know, there's a lot of people that have, a, a, you know, there's no one-stop shopping when it comes to leadership, for example. And, you know, who, who are we going to negotiate with? Yep. Uh, well, I mean, it's like negotiating with the mosquitoes in the jungle, but <laughs> then there's the tiger, then there's all the snakes. Yeah. There's the wasp. There's the fungus. You know what I mean? Yeah. I call I call I call Afghanistan Jurassic Trailer Park. I've been all <laughs> over that place. You know, yeah. actually, I, 
I tend the funny thing is after I say all these things, I tend to actually like Pashtun people. Yeah. Actually, I get along with them quite yeah. well, uh, which is kind of weird. Now I say all these bad things, but in reality, as long, but I don't want a lot of them in the United States. It's a massive error. But over, I mean, it, it, they we can't just pull everybody to the United States for every every time somebody uh, has a problem at home. The entire world is. I mean, there's there's so many wars always going on around the world that you can't even track them all, right? Yeah. Even if you're an expert that does nothing yeah. but follow wars, you'll be overwhelmed very quickly. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, right now, yeah. it's clear that our government, or at least elements of our government, are actually attacking the United States. Our southern border's open, wide open. It's unbelievable how many people are coming across unvetted. There's tens of thousands of per month coming across down here in the Darien Gap, where I'm at. Yep. It's unbelievable. I mean, th this is the worst... The, the Darien Gap, about 10% of the people coming through die. Let me say that again so this is clear. 20 or 30,000 will come in this month. Looks like probably about 30 at this point will come through this month, and about 10% will die. So that's like 3,000 will die, right? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not – I'm, yeah. I'm not misstating that. I've been out here for months. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's amazing. It's amazing that even with those casualties, they keep coming. Right now, they just started another march out of Tapachula, Mexico, migrants towards the United States. I was just in Tapachula as well. Tapachula is sort of like the 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 um, the, the Mexican version of El Paso. It's the southernmost city in uh, Mexico is there on a river with Guatemala. And when you go to that river, I was just down there. Yeah. The, the, well, I was just down there last month or so. They, uh, you know, they come across on little inner tubes and that sort of thing, you know, with the poles and yep. it, depending on the river yep. level, of course. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, we're, we're in for the, the disaster is yet to strike us. So right now we see Airbnb is, uh, you know, calling for what, 20,000 places to put Afghans. Well, they got a surprise coming. I mean, you know, I'm not saying all the Afghans. I mean, a lot of them are great people, but I'm telling you, most of the people that you're getting, we can see by the ones that are getting on there, are going to be – you're going to have trouble. I just know what I'm – Failure I've to been all over this world. Yeah. I've been – it's more – some fish just don't mix well in the same aquarium. And we're about to – a lot of people are about to get a lesson in that. And I want to come back to the immigration subject uh, it, it, later on when we talk here. And, of course, you know, time is unfortunately limited. But there's a couple of things. I mean, you mentioned early on that, that uh, amateurs dis discuss sparks. Professionals discuss decision, uh, conditions. rather, And one of the things that yep. set the conditions of this current crisis we're seeing in Kabul is the way the, the administration decided to pack up and leave Afghanistan. I mean, I, I don't believe conspiracy theories, but if they had decided to, to stage this thing in a way that made the least possible military sense, the least possible political sense, in a way to humiliate this country and... and benefit our enemies both in Afghanistan and around the world as much as possible. I don't know how they would have designed it different. Leaving Bagram first, having the whole thing, logistics and evacuation all depending on a single airfield on the edge of a now hostile city surrounded by the, by the, the swarm that has erupted around us. I, what, what is it incompetence? Is it stupidity or is the conspiracy come to life? Michael, you your theory, please. It's clear sabotage. Uh, you know, as you know, I've been very accurate on my war predictions for 20 years now. Yep. And that's what I'm known for is accuracy. And how do I do this? One is obviously great uh, contacts and going on the ground so much. I mean, I spend years and years out in the wars uh, in combat. I don't mean in the green zone. I'm out there uh, with and without the military all over the place. And another is always adjusting my paradigm so that I'm not surprised. If I'm surprised by anything, it means my paradigm about how the world works in this particular instance is off. So I, I'm always adjusting my paradigm so that I'm not surprised. And my paradigm that I've been working with for quite some time now is that a powerful group of people, both American and non-American, are trying to destroy the United States, and many are actually in powerful positions within the US government. Now, if this paradigm is correct, uh, as I said much earlier in the year, right when Biden got elected, 
right or right when he was uh, well elected, right when right when he was inaugurated, I was actually in Washington for that. I flew straight to the border that day or the next morning. I was at the border in El Paso. If my paradigm is accurate, I said they will start either tearing down the wall or they will start uh, ignoring it. So that's what they're doing. Yep. So I mean, so. Ev- if your paradigm is accurate, it will also be predictive, right? In other words, you'll have a pretty high uh, accuracy rate on your predictions. And my predictions are turning out very accurately. Right now, they're clearly seeding Afghans all over the United States. This is clearly an invasion. If my paradigm is accurate, they will be part of a weaponization. This is called the weaponization of migration. They are clearly – when I say they, I mean members both within and without our, and outside of our government – are clearly uh, using migrants that they can now weaponize by doing simple things like giving them, you know, quote unquote, Obama phones that later can give them instructions. Hey, everybody show up at so and so at, you know, one o'clock. We'll put five dollars on your phone type thing. They can be weaponized so quickly. Michael Yon, we have to take a break. Can we keep you for one more segment here? Because I want to get back to uh, some of the sure, conditions sure. on the ground as well as the weaponization of immigration, a hot subject here in the Twin Cities, if there ever was one. We're talking with Michael Yon, by the way. If you have questions, uh, comments, feedback, or, or things you want to bring to the conversation, 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Impact Mortgage Corp. TBA Cash Call Mortgage NMLS IV 128231 Lender, not licensed in all states including New York. Offer based on loans over $250,000. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. What's better than a mortgage interest rate and APR in the twos? How about a no-closing-cost mortgage loan with an interest rate and APR in the twos? That's right. We have no-closing-cost loans here at Cash Call Mortgage. We pay the title, escrow, and appraisal fees. So if you're looking to save a little cash on your monthly mortgage payment, call Cash Call Mortgage today. Our quotes are always free. If your mortgage rate APR is not in the twos, Cash Call Mortgage could lower your interest rate and save you some cash. What are you waiting for? With low rates and no closing cost options, now is the time to refinance your mortgage. For a free quote to see if you qualify, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call us today. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. Recently, a 1952 Mickey Mantle baseball card sold for $2.8 million. A hard-to-find Frankenstein VHS tape sold for $1,800. Then there's that rare inverted biplane stamp that went for over $1.3 million. When something's rare, it really is just that much more special. Since we haven't had an in-person event in two years, you can consider this gathering limited edition. Join us for the Patriot 20th Anniversary Gala on October 6th, featuring a candid conversation and a Q&A session with Dennis Prager and Charlie Kirk. Each ticket includes dinner and a photo opportunity. But just like those collectible stamps, seating is very limited. Register now at am1280thepatriot.com. Then rest easy knowing your spot is reserved for this exclusive event. And it didn't cost you a 1952 baseball card. The Patriot 20th Anniversary Gala is supported by Pro-Life Across America. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. Did you know that the Patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming The Patriot at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select Alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM 1280 The Patriot app today. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. 
Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot, Mitchburg. Don't forget Brad Carlson coming up tomorrow from 1 to 3. Jack Tomzak coming up at 3 o'clock today. King Banyan, Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. However, we're talking this half of the hour with Michael Yohn, a war correspondent of uh, really the, the greatest war correspondent perhaps of this generation and uh, the sort of the person where if, if the entire media had his drive, his integrity, and his ability to cut to the story, our democracy would be a much stronger place. Michael, two things I want to touch on briefly here before we come back to the weaponization of migration here, which is the real story behind the story here. You're absolutely right. One of the things I think a lot of us in middle America have always counted on is no matter how stupid our administrations can get, and that's a bipartisan problem, uh, we can always count on the military to have some common sense, to be looking out for, to, to do the right thing. And we had a horrible example a little over a week ago, the commander of the 82nd Airborne on the scene in Kabul, basically you know, like, like a scene that would have been cut from a bad episode of 24, telling everyone, don't you leave the premises here, including the Brits and the Germans and the Czechs. Stay here. We're not going to go out and get any, any citizens ordering our allies to stay on uh, at, at Kabul International Airport. And it's just like this has to be. One of uh, one of the most humiliating aspects of this whole thing is is the extent to which the upper reaches of our military have been bowdlerized morally uh, over the past few years. And, and seeing what's happened in this episode here is it's just been one of the most demoralizing things. This whole episode, Michael Yon, as a as a veteran of the U.S. military, I'd love to hear your perspectives on how the military has comported itself this last couple of weeks, uh, especially its leadership. Uh, you know, talking about the leadership, we saw the Marine Lieutenant Colonel who was just relieved yes. for cause for for bringing into question, rightfully so. I think he's very brave. He's going to land softly. Oh, There's yeah. people already offering him jobs. He's going to, you know, I, 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 actually, I hope he lands very hard and keeps running because this is the kind of guy that can flip the, flip the script. In other words, he could get elected and, and be part of the way that we fire some of these generals. We need to knock off about half of the flag officers when i say knock off i don't mean kill i mean fire uh we have too many flag officers it's something we've been talking about for many years they're the they're the you know the rot goes deep and right now for instance with the secretary of defense lloyd austin that guy's dumber than a turtle crossing a four-lane road i mean he's just i mean he should not be there you know at all Nope. And, uh, and and White Rage Miley, you know, Millie or Miley, whatever, you know, Millie, uh, he should he should also not be there. He's completely morally compromised, uh, as are many of the, of the generals. I mean, the, the true studs are are, uh, you know, uh, uh, weeded out. I mean, the purge that people talked about for years has clearly had a huge effect. Yep. We've got, for instance, the guy uh, graduating from West Point with. You know, the Che Guevara on his T-shirt and that sort of thing. Uh, you know, it's just uh, – and I've met 20, uh, plenty of uh, officers in this day and age who are – I mean, I think still most of them are patriots. Yep. That's what I think. However, it's so, it, we've got so many in there now who are not that it's difficult, and they've, they've wormed their way into positions uh, through, over years. Through Remember, communism is a cult. I've studied cults for years. You can never waste one minute of your time studying cults because, first of all, they only – like communism is a cult. And once you've studied cults enough, you'll be able to recognize that quickly. And one of the things about cults that I've learned in my studies around the world is uh, – I first studying, started studying cults when I was a Green Beret, actually, when I was in Special Forces. Some of the old-timers were like, you need to study – always the local cults and that sort of thing, because you're going to be dealing with these people in different worlds that have different beliefs, and you need to understand these sorts of things. So many years ago, I started studying these sorts of things. And one of the things I've learned is the only cult that you'll never see is the one that you're in, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, and, and a lot of these people that are that are in the communist cult don't quite see that they're actually tools, that they there's actually strings attached to their 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 hands and their feet and that sort of thing yeah and uh, and they're just parroting what they're told to parrot and they don't quite get it and you got to keep in mind again that goes for all of us we're always surrounded by cults there's thousands and thousands of cults out there it's like uh, i mean there's it's it, it, probably half the people listening to this are in some cult or another that's normal life that's never going to end right and uh, but you have to recognize this when people are in this group think and they're being 
uh, and they're being manipulated into the herd mentality we see going on with so many things all the time. This is what advertisers use. This is how advertisers sell their products, whether it's a sweet, soft drink or whatever. They use the same sorts of techniques that are used in to, to get people to join the Communist Party or to join uh, a, you know, a, 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 a global jihad. And that's one of the things that's going on right now that a lot of people are still dismissing. We are in the middle of a global jihad. And we're also always facing threats, for instance, from Iran, Iran, Pakistan, other places that either do or will have nuclear weapons, and they will use them for the most trivial pr uh, purposes or to forward their, their cult beliefs. I mean, we're, we're heading into extremely dangerous waters. Afghanistan has now been reset as the most, first of all, it's the biggest narco state in human history at this point. Yep. Uh, they are fully enabled. They have tens of billions of dollars worth of our equipment. They are highly trained at this point. They're much more internationally enabled, especially as we resettle them all over the world, unvetted. You can rest assured one of the reasons that Taliban and, and uh, al-Qaeda and ISIS are, are allowing this evacuation to go on is because they're getting on the airplanes too. They're clearly getting on the airplanes. Some have already been caught, uh, but many are not, or they're going to be allowed to go through. And they're going to make – look, even the information from our own government appears – and I was the one that broke this, by the way – that information is, is, is being uh, – from our own government, biometric information about our own allies – has already been given out to the Taliban in Afghanistan. Yep. So, I mean, uh, everybody everybody who worked for us was put into these systems, right? I saw, personally, I must have seen a couple thousand people put into the system. We would go out into villages and people would line up because the, the Afghans never had ID cards before. So a huge amount just wanted an ID card to show that, hey, I'm alive. Yep. You know, they don't know, most of them don't know their birthdays and that sort of thing. So every doctor, every nurse, every translator everybody over there who worked for us they're all in the biometric system everybody came onto our bases uh everybody you know and and then millions more and, and there's a lot of data in there like when we got the d data where we got the data what tribe they belong to there's huge amounts of data there it, it can be used for a targeted genocide which is already unfolding you yep. can rest assured there'll be a, a genocide there and also this won't be over tomorrow the, obviously Many people are going to fight back against the Taliban, for instance, up in the Pangea right now. Uh, you know, this this is just beginning. Yep. And, and by the way, all of that about the Afghans and, and, and the, the state that they have and, the, and the, the system they have. And they're now proxies of the Chinese. What could possibly go wrong there? All of that. Plus, they are the tip of the Chinese spear that can, they could be using against us, along with the Iranians for the foreseeable future. Michael, you know, we've got about two minutes left. And your big subject that you're busy covering right now is the weaponization of migration. Let's just go straight to the chase here. Where does this lead what weaponization of of we could probably spend a half hour on this but we're up against the bottom of the hour michael young where does this lead and what can people do about it in your ultimate world close the border and we're going to need to start doing deportations and i mean in large numbers we need to take back the house and the senate and the white house which is difficult at this point because we know we see very uh, questionable elections to put it mildly uh and uh and if they've done it once and they've gotten away from it and we haven't stopped it, they'll just keep doing it, right? And that's why they want to take our guns. Right now, the Taliban are out taking people's guns, just like the Australians have done. And look what the Australians are doing right now. Yeah. Australians, it, Australia is starting to look like North Korea. It's unbelievable. It's not unbelievable. It's actually quite believable. Yeah. When I say unbelievable, I don't mean it's a surprise. I mean, it's, I mean that as an exclamation mark. Uh, you know, the United States... We are literally going into a civil war. It's very clear. I've studied wars for years. I'm very good at predicting things uh, based on conditions. It's not crystal ball stuff. It's actually like being a doctor that walks in and says, all right, this guy's overweight. He's got high blood pressure. He's so-and-so years old. He's got diabetes. You know, he's at risk for heart disease. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and so, I mean, I can, I can, I'm, I'm doing things on a condition uh, basis. And here in the United States, it's very clear that we're steaming into civil war. What can be done with these migrants? Uh, they can be weaponized very easily. I'll just give them uh, – you don't have to give them phones, but you can uh, – you know, uh, as a part of a government program, 
you know, give, give them, quote unquote, o- Obama phones with apps on them that give them, you know, that brainwash. I mean, this is amazingly easy. This isn't this is technology that exists and is being used right now already. So and, and just think what you can do with flash mobs with this sort of thing. Think what you can do uh, right now. Just having everybody on the same app that even gives it, it's a high a little money or whatever. It's a high it's a high yeah. tech extension of exactly the tactic that you described uh, that Pashtuns already do uh, via, via word of mouth, coalescing where the where the actual action is. Michael Yoon, we are up against the bottom of the hour. It's been a pleasure as always talking. We need to do we need to expand on this at some point if you got some time, Michael. Uh, can do anytime next week. Excellent. Let's let's do this again. Michael Yone joins us, ladies and gentlemen. He's uh, uh, can be. Uh, where, where are are you these days? You're on Twitter. Where else uh, can people read you? The best place to find me is definitely locals, not Twitter. Uh, Twitter, my yeah. stuff feeds out to Twitter, but definitely locals. So locals, like local pub, but it's called yep. locals.com. We will check and that out. My name and I'm. I'm publishing on there, uh, you know, uh, at least a dozen times a day with information that's I will hours, if not days and weeks. I will post it. At, I will post it at shot the dark target info. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. That's 800-884-9018. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the Wind Beneath the Right Wing, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, a name that is back in... Back in circulation, the Northern Alliance, after which our Alliance of Blogs was named, going on 20 years ago, uh, is is back fighting against the Taliban. There was Beck's fighting against the Pashtun. It's it's a tale as old as time, but it's the uh, yeah no the 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 group. Uh, 
we've owned that term for so long, and and now they're and and, and now the originals are back. So we may have to have our copyright lawyers look into this. By the way, a story that came out I wanted to talk about with Michael Yeom, but it was, Michael Yeom's one of those people you start talking, and and it's impossible to control all the tangents that you can productively talk about with Michael, and we have to do it again soon. But one of the stories I want to talk about here, which on the one hand sounds like a good thing, and on the other hand strikes me as profoundly disturbing, is this. Uh, The story that came out earlier this week is a group of about 500 former uh, special operations operators of various types, veterans of various types, retired from the service, disproportionately from special forces of one type or another. But a group of 500 that have organized, done a bit of crowdsourcing, a bit of crowdfunding, and have set up a a fairly sophisticated operation to evacuate uh, former Afghan interpreters, people who are uh, who who worked for us in Afghanistan to, to get and other Americans, by the way, to get them out of the country and going through an incredibly sophisticated and interesting operation. National Review had a great piece on this yesterday. And it's called Operation Pineapple. And it's, big, it's after the recognition single signal that Afghans who are coming to the perimeter Uh, flash at American troops to gain access to the perimeter and thus get out of the country. And the most disturbing part of this, and this comports with uh, what Michael Young was just saying about the non-patriots, shall we say, who have moved into flag rank throughout the United States military. Uh, And and by the way, it doesn't take a majority of any group uh, to defect from uh, from from the nation's beliefs to have a disproportionate impact if 20 percent are are wavering they will have an they will have an effect if they're committed enough to it they will have an extremely disproportionate effect on the entire institution we dennis prager talks about this constantly how if 20 percent of your co-workers decide to go woke and get verbal about it your country will do the same well if 20% of flag rank generals have a priority other than the defense of our country and its constitution, uh, the entire institution is going to take a certain turn about it. So the story that came out in National Review yesterday, among other places, uh, that these retired special forces operators are getting, are, are getting entry to the airport property through the aid of American soldiers who are still in the service who disobey orders to let uh, these the, the Operation Pineapple uh, refugees into the perimeter and thus get them on the plane back to the U.S. And on the one hand, you're thinking, yeah, this is a movie that, uh, that, that Hollywood needs to, A, option, B, not bowdlerize and, and turn into a woke fest. This is the kind of movie we need to meet find a patriotic movie maker to actually produce. Maybe maybe this could be something that, that Ben Shapiro's new film production company can work on. I think that may be the only group of filmmakers other than Clint Eastwood that I would trust with this story. But there's a downside to this as well. Yes, American retired special forces operators have put together, almost like Spanky and our gang putting on a show, put together a special operation to evacuate so far over 500 of the good guys and gals and families from Afghanistan. That's good. On the other hand, you have a situation where American troops have to disobey their higher-ups to do the right thing, where American troops are having to stick their necks out to do what our military is supposed to do, to disobey the orders. And if you've been in the military, and I have not, But if you have been in the military, you have to wonder, how long can our military as an institution survive as an institution where good people have to disobey bad people, incompetent people, duped people, people who are actively working for the other side to do the job that we, the people, expect of them? Can that institution survive, an institution we depend on to be working for this country's best interests? You think about it here, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, one of the things that I said, and I think Michael Yohn alluded to as well, 
One of the things I said after the 2018 midterms when the Republicans got shellacked, as as they frequently do in the first year of a, of a president's term, the opposite party wins. One of the things I said, one of the things I said that uh, to, to give myself a bit of courage and to hopefully pass some along is the idea that one of the things that Democrats cannot avoid doing, one of the things they cannot help, one of the things that's baked into their DNA as surely as hair color and fingernail density is the need to overreach when they get power. And we're seeing that in spades these days. If, if in fact, if in fact uh, the, the debacle in Afghanistan is the result of sabotage within our government from people who actively are disparaging this nation's status and are seeing to cut it down to size from the inside, then, uh, then, then, then this is the ultimate overreach and something that we need to get out and vote with absolutely wartime numbers because this is, could be one of our few opportunities to win a civil war peacefully is at the polls. We have to. We're seeing this overreach. And by the way, we are seeing Berg's Law brought to life here. I've said this before, of course, the, the is verging on Berg's law. The, uh, the 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 Republican that has the most chance of beating the Democrats or has beaten the Democrats in in as the case may be is always literally not only Hitler but the worst Republican ever. And we're seeing that right now. Howard Dean Former uh, Democratic National Committee Chair Howard Dean, you know, the person whose scream is at the beginning of, of every hour of this broadcast, called Florida Governor Ron DeSantis a, quote, lunatic over his handing, handling of COVID-19. Now, Florida's case and death numbers are right squarely in the middle and much, much, much better than New York's and equivalent to California's, but without all that economic crash along with them. During an interview on NBC's The Beat with Ari Melber, Dean said he was, quote, shocked by DeSantis's handling of the coronavirus surge in Florida. By the way, this is Democrats counting on Democratic voters not being especially well-informed and being completely incapable of critical thought. Because DeSantis's handling of the coronavirus surge has been no worse than that of California with an older, more vulnerable, more densely packed population and an economy that's held up much better than Florida's and yet has about the same numbers as California. Quote, quoting Howard Dean, quote, I'm actually just shocked by DeSantis. I never thought I'd say this, but I think he may be more of, wait for it, wait for it. I think he may be more of a lunatic than Donald Trump ever was, said Howard Dean. I mean, Trump has literally come around to understanding that the best thing you can do for your own supporters is to get them to be vaccinated. Oh, no kidding. DeSantis is completely, completely out of touch with reality, said Dean. No, Dean is out of touch with reality, or at least making sure he conveys none of it to those dim enough to take him seriously. Ron DeSantis has been pushing a more successful vaccine campaign than most states in that area. Most states, period. And and by the by the way, he's counting the, the one reality of which Howard Dean is in command is the reality that Democrats, pundits for the left, including the media, can say pretty much anything they want because they know that Democratic voters, no matter what their credentials from blue collar workers all the way up to Ph.D.'s have no critical thinking skills, none, nada, zilch. So they could say anything they want, knowing full well that none of their people are going to call them on it. 651-289-4488, the number to call, uh, should you care to join us if you want. By the way, you can also join us on uh, Twitter, MeWe, and uh, oh, Twitter, MeWe, Gab, and Parler at hashtag NarnShow, N-A-R-N Show. Let's take a slightly early break because I want to leave a little extra time in the last segment. Uh, it's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Let's, uh, let's, let's, take a, let's cut away just a tad early here because I've got a couple of subjects to talk about during this last segment. Yes, we're already down to the last segment. 
I've had two weeks, weeks with the radio to talk about and only two hours to do it. Where is the justice, ladies and gentlemen? Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Is it time to push reset and get away with God? Christian Travel creates purposeful pauses to discover the most scenic, sought-after destinations while you immerse yourself in the wonder of God's creation. As you travel alongside the world's top Christian leaders, every step of the way will revive your faith and awaken your sense of wonder. Imagine morning devotions on the deck of a cruise ship as you pass towering Alaska glaciers or tropical Caribbean islands. Perhaps you're longing to set foot in the very places where Jesus walked and taught in Israel. Every day on a Christian cruise or tour brings you to new vistas while you enjoy uplifting music and powerful messages. Get away with God in a faith-focused journey, and the unforgettable memories you create will refresh you long after you return home. For more information, visit InspirationCruises.com or call 800-247-1899. That's InspirationCruises.com or call 800-247-1899. Joe didn't talk to a mattress firm sleep expert. And when hunger led him to the deli, junk sleep left his wallet at home. Oh, Leaving Joe checking every single pocket. No, no, uh... Twice. To the frustration of everyone in line. For the type of sleep that makes wallets unforgettable, head to Mattress Firm and unjunk your sleep today. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM 1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, iBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. iBelieve.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, a couple of music stories in the news. Of course, Charlie Watts, the longtime drummer of the Rolling Stones, the fourth greatest band of all time. Yeah, we can talk about that some of the time. Passed away this past week at the age of 80. Bigging up the further question that is with us all the time. What kind of world are we, our grandchildren going to leave for Keith Richard? The first of the Rolling Stones, the perhaps most eternal band in the history of the world. Uh, what it's going to be an interesting couple of years as the entire uh, British invasion is approaching uh, their 80s here right now. Ian Hunter is 83. For the love of God, make it stop. It doesn't stop. I do want to get off. Anyway, speaking of music, my band Elephant in the Room is uh, going to be back out on stage. We've had like two months. We've been playing nothing but private parties since June. We are back in public. A week from tonight, we're going to be at Neeson's Sports Bar and Grill in Savage. When I say Savage, I don't mean the far corner of Savage. I mean the upper northeast part of Savage, about two or three miles west of 35 on Highway 13, close to the city. Close enough to drive to easily, uh, and yet you've got those edge-of-the-metro drink prices because it's savage, right? We're not talking downtown. We're not even talking Bloomington. We're talking savage. It's nuisance. My band, Elephant in the Room, uh, will be going, I think, 8 o'clock, 8 till midnight, I think it is. Either way, come on out, join us. We had a great gig last week up north. Private party, but still the most over-the-top crowd we've had, and we'd love to uh, outdo that next week at Neeson. Stop on by. 
<laughs> we have so much fun play. We're going to have so much fun next week. Hope you can join us there. So the uh, Republican Party's been much in the news this past week. We're going to be, by the way, Jack Tomzak. I'm going to guess. I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's going to be talking about the current churn in the Minnesota GOP. I'm going to I'm going to take issue with some things that uh, some of my Republican friends have said, actually from some from Republican friends, some Democrats who aren't completely insane and the conventional wisdom. Uh, hear me out on this. John Thompson, you've heard of him. John, Mr. Mr. Flames, uh, the flamethrower Thompson, uh, who wants to burn down Hugo, uh, and, among other things, uh, thinks cops are racist if they pull him over for cause. He sprang to prominence, as I said, threatening to burn down the city of Hugo. He was elected to the Minnesota House of Representatives with an overwhelming margin of victory because it's the east side of St. Paul. And out there, the Democrats, the DFL, could nominate one of those set of wind-up chattery teeth and still get 60% of the vote because it's the east side of St. Paul. It's only marginally less myopic than my own midway. Uh, He was pulled over, like we said, last month or so uh, or go with a license plate with an invalid Minnesota license and a valid Wisconsin one obtained right about the time he got elected, representing not Wisconsin, but in fact, the east side of St. Paul. He denounced the officer as a racist, apparently leading to a trail of investigations with a small eye, pointing to possible fraud and a background of, well, I'll just say other unsavoriness charges for the sort of thing that, that Guys just shouldn't be doing with gals. Uh, Anyway, he followed the episode up with a simply dreadful non-apology apology. apology. Something which was to apologies what Joe Biden saying the buck stops here and then continue to pass it on was this past week on the local level. Followed by a couple of perfunctory demands from the DFL that he resigned, which have been followed up with, well, all the alacrity of Joe Biden's foreign policy. And yet, he just keeps getting more and more prominent. This past week, by the way, uh, DFL State Representative John Thompson spoke at a Line 3 protest this past week at the Capitol. That's right, the water protectors have been uh, demonstrating down at the Capitol after having driven there in vehicles powered by fuel, by oil, and publicizing their their activities, their shenanigans on computers powered by fossil fuels. He spoke, anyway, at the Line 3 protest this past week at the Minnesota State Capitol with other DFL legislators present. Former co-host Michael Broadcorp reported on this with a photo showing Aaron Murphy looking on with that sort of look that you hope that someone who truly loves you gives you someday. As John Thompson is speaking, from the stage at the Line 3 protest. Uh, DFL party leaders and elected officials have called on Thompson to resign from office. He's refused. Those demands have been given no teeth. He's not been removed from any committee. He's been put in the Agriculture Committee, uh, like anyone from the east side of St. Paul should be, (laughs) right? No, I mean, by the way, Governor Waltz came out with another demand that he, well, request that he resign yesterday from the fair, which is a sign that polling in the wake of the debacle in Afghanistan and the ongoing revulsion over the state's handling of the COVID crisis may be redounding to the DFL's disadvantage. And the governor is is making yet another pointless, toothless demand that Thompson resign. You might think, this would be a bad time to be John Thompson. I say no. Here's my theory. Thompson is just going to become more and more prominent in the DFL. Remember, Tim Waltz was a, quote, moderate, end quote. Oh, he spent two two years French kissing the far left, appearing, uh, giving hugs to members of Protect Minnesota, uh, sucking up to the far left, picking... Peggy Flanagan as a lieutenant governor and Keith Ellison. Well, he didn't pick Keith Ellison to run for attorney general, but having him in the executive suite certainly didn't hurt him. But he has to backpedal as hard as he he had to backpedal as hard as he could 
from what was once a moderate legacy to get endorsed and to win the primary in a very progressive DFL. And now he has to try and hold office. Will it work? Maybe, maybe not. We'll see what happens. We'll see if the Minnesota GOP can come up with a gubernatorial candidate. More on that next week, hopefully. But my theory is this. Thompson is just going to get more and more prominent because whatever he does to the electoral prospects of the moderates, who don't really matter that much in the DFL day in, day out, these issues that he's had will be spun into meaningless with the active connivance, by the way, of the metro media which serves mostly as a DFL PR firm, and they get romanticized, positively romanticized, or at least bowdlerized into, let's be honest, all of this stuff that's happened with John Thompson over this last year is not going to be put out there as a series of charges that lead to a virtual political trial that ends his political career. No, it's going to be spun into an origin story. You just mark my words. And here's my prediction. By 2025, maybe 2026, John Thompson will have Ryan Winkler's job. And by the year 2030, five will get you 10, he has Ken Martin's job. Because, mark my words, John Thompson is the DFL's leading public intellectual today, he is their thought leader. He is the person who, who, who basically is blazing their intellectual trail for them. This guy is the mainstream of the far progressive left in the DFL. This guy could be a Minneapolis City Council person. And I'm predicting he is going to be the, the, the DFL's legislative leader within the next few years. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong. Anyway, as we mentioned before, the uh, just coming out of the break, Charlie Watts, one of the most esteemable drummers and reluctant superstars in rock and roll history, again, died this past week. He's a jazz aficionado at heart. Uh, Watts helped the Rolling Stones become, with the Beatles, one of the bands that took rock and roll to the masses in the 60s uh, with their whole string of hits. Uh, he's... Uh, to me, Charlie Watts was always the prototype of the likes of my favorite drummer, Max Weinberg, from the E Street Band, the guy who keeps the insanity of a kinetic stage show from a band of complete bouncing-off-the-wall crazies anchored firmly in place. I mean, even during the years when I was ambivalent about the Rolling Stones, because I'm a who-and-the-kinks kind of guy, Charlie Watts' mastery of the craft of keeping the beat like a perfect human metronome stood out for the world. And it occurs to me that as the entire generation of rock stars gets on towards their 80s, this is going to be an ugly five or six years for an awful lot of people. Stay tuned here, folks. we got a lot to work through. Jack Tomzak up next. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all next week. God bless you all, and God bless America. Hi, Paul Rubin here from the White Bear Lake Superstore, Buick GMC, and I'm honored to announce that we've partnered with AM 1280 The Patriot to bring you the Pledge of Allegiance Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. We feel it's very important to bring the pledge back to the forefront of our daily lives. Each day, a local veteran, an active service member, or a first responder will proudly recite the pledge to kick off our day and honor our country. Tune in at 7.30, and God bless America. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing don't wait another day take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print you've already written a book so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to dorns publishing and get your free guide to publishing call right now 
That's 800-482-8399. Marcus by Goldman Sachs offers personal loans with no fees, ever. Banks offer coffee. So what's more important, a Marcus by Goldman Sachs loan with no fees that could help consolidate debt or bank coffee that tastes like bank coffee? You can money. Visit Marcus.com to learn more about saving, borrowing, and investing from Marcus by Goldman Sachs. Investing involves risk and investments may lose value. Brokerage and investment advisory services by Goldman Sachs and Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Lending and deposits products provided by Goldman Sachs Bank USA. Member FDIC. Hi, John Wichko here, owner of Advantage Auto Glass. I'd like to talk local, Minnesota local. I was born and raised right here in Rosemont and have spent my entire life in Minnesota. I'm proud that we're a local family-owned company. It really frosts me when national glass companies based in other states and owned by a foreign conglomerate try to say they're local. Advantage Auto Glass has been local, Minnesota local for over 20 years. We'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives and we'll fix your chipped or cracked windshield right the first time. Advantage Auto Glass has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and we're a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. If you call your agent or claims line first, make sure to tell them you want to work with Advantage Auto Glass, your real local, Minnesota local installer, and no one else. Or you can schedule your appointment on our website at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. For chips, mix, or cracks, call Advantage Auto Glass. AM 1280, The Patriot. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.